Hi everyone, and welcome to the Science of Storytelling, the podcast that explores the most unique and engaging content collaborations between publishers and advertisers. I'm Jared Grimm. This week, we're chatting with Chris Stefanik, who is the Head of Brand Partnerships at Wattpad. Today, Wattpad is the world's largest storytelling platform with over 70 million monthly users. Last year, Wattpad teamed up with Ben & Jerry's to host a write-a-thon in support of the LGBTQ community. The campaign gave people the courage to share their experiences and provided a safe platform for their voices to be heard. We talked to Chris about Wattpad and their values as a platform, debunking Gen Z myths, and their partnership with Ben & Jerry's. Stay tuned. Hey welcome, there. welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Uh, what I wanted to start by talking about is learning a little bit about you and your career and what led you to Wattpad in the first place. Sure. So I've been at Wattpad for, it's been close to six years now, I guess five and three quarters. Um, so a bit of a bit of an OG there. Um, and when I joined, I was person number 35 or so. Right, and so um, this was when we were about you know, 20 million users. We're you know, north of 70 million users now, and at that point, really no monetization kind of strategy. Right, um, not not much revenue happening. And the first project that I was given was uh, figure out monetization. And so it was really like a crack team of really three of us that were you know quote unquote kind of business folks. Mm-hmm. Everyone else was product and, and engineering, which was at the time. A really exciting project for me to to kind of tackle. My background is kind of management consulting and strategy consulting, so kind of cut my teeth at Accenture for a number of years. Then actually ended up leaving Accenture, helped launch an e-commerce startup in Malaysia called Zalora um, via Rocket Internet. Um, so did that for a little while, and then was actually a tour star digital um, here in Toronto for um, for a year in the strategy group. So like you know, strategy and startups was always kind of my thing, and, and digital. So this was a natural kind of next step and so really launched or joined Wattpad um, kind of threw a bunch of stuff at the wall for the first kind of 12 months as you do in the land of startups really was trying everything from the Kickstarter style model to kind of paid content to a tip jar you know eventually we landed at the time on something called native advertising which four or five years ago was like the sexy term in our space it's been you know a bit um, convoluted since Mm -hmm. then but we ran our first campaign with 20th Century Fox for the False Star Stars, a YA book turned into movie. Uh, perfect, perfect fit for Wattpad. If you kind of know anything about our audience, and the metrics came back and they kind of knocked us all of our seats. Mm-hmm. So uh, close to four million minutes of branded content um, in a six-week campaign, and so at that point we just paused everything and we're like, we need to scale this beast. Yeah, and. Um, you know, here we are kind of five years later with, uh, obviously a business that's grown much larger than just the brand partnership side of our business, but, um, you know, doing campaigns with the likes of, you know, Unilever, Coca-Cola, all the major studios, which I know we'll get into. Yeah. And let's talk a little bit about Wattpad, what Wattpad is and why it started. Yeah. So Wattpad is the world's largest community of readers and writers, or easy way to put it is a, a social storytelling platform. Right. And so we enable kind of anyone in the world to create and allow their story to be discovered. And if you're a reader, to find stories about 
um, topics or um, areas that you're passionate about. And so we're really giving everyone a voice and that's kind of dovetailed into, into our brand work. So if you're a romance fanatic, you could find millions of romance stories on Wattpad. If you're a horror fanatic, you could find, you know, millions of horror stories on the platform. And the list goes on and the list gets even more granular. If you're a K-pop fanatic, we have a ton of K-pop fan fiction, right? Like there really is everything kind of under the sun there. So we are at um, over 70 million monthly users today, over 565 million story uploads on the platform uh, and the community spending over 22 billion ads on the platform per month. Right. right? When you say story, so are we talking about like long form books? Are we talking about articles? Yeah. So, I mean, on Wattpad, a story can be anything from a haiku poem all the way to a hundred chapter magnum opus sci-fi story. Yeah. So literally everything in between, but we very much over index in terms of narrative content. Okay. So anything that has a narrative to it yeah. that, you know, belongs on Wattpad and we want people to think of I, if I want to get my kind of story in the world, the first place you think of is Wattpad. Mm. And does it tend to be more focused on professional authors or is this more user-generated amateur type content? Yeah. So it's, it's both, right? Yeah. We have a ton of people. The way I kind of look at it is there's a ton of folks out there that just want their story in the universe. They yeah. just want their story to be heard and told. Yeah. And then there's also what we kind of call like the writerpreneur which are the, the, the folks that have higher aspirations. They want their stories to be published. They want their stories to be turned into a film or a digital series or whatever it may be. You know, that's a small percentage of, of, of writers, but a ton of those folks are on the platform. Yeah. So, I mean, we certainly don't um, shy away from the fact that we are absolutely UGC platform yeah. and giving everyone the tools and democratizing the kind of content creation process is what makes you know, Wattpad special. Right. I've heard the term used around Wattpad, YouTube of stories or YouTube of books. How does that land with the, with the Wattpad team? So Alan, our CEO, highly encourages us not to use that, right. that language, but it, it, it is still obviously a very um, easy way to get the point across, yeah. right? We believe we're, you know, we're at the size and scale now that we don't need to use another platform to, 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 yeah. to describe who we are, but it, it is an easy way to describe us. I mean, we are, you know, a UGC platform for, you know, long form narrative content. Yeah. Yeah. I heard, uh, there's a quote from one of the founders of Shopify. They said, I forget what the tweet was, something along the lines of, do you think Amazon will buy Shopify? And I said, uh, I think maybe wait a few years and maybe it'll be the opposite, right? <laughs> so, but I mean, I, I get the comparison, right? Yeah. The way we look at it often is saying, you know, there's for every kind of medium, there is a platform. And so YouTube has historically owned the video space. Yeah. SoundCloud really kind of owned the UGC portion of the audio space. Instagram for pictures, right? Wattpad is that for stories. Yeah. And stories to us, obviously, predominantly text-based, but you can weave in image, you can weave in um, video into our platform. So it, it is beyond just text, but that's you know, the core story is still told through text. Yeah, and what about the audience? Talking about demographic of the overall uh, audience or users, I guess, on the platform. Is there a, is there a niche that exists or a... Yeah, so we're, we're heavily kind of Gen Z and younger millennial and female. Yeah. So, um, and the audience is fairly kind of homogenous across, across geography. So in terms of like our global numbers, we're about 80% female, mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, really heavily skewing in that kind of 13 to 18 and then 18 to kind of 34 buckets. That's really interesting to have that age group and then also be predominantly text-based because there's this 
overarching thought, I think that everything is about video. Like you've got Snapchat and you've got Instagram and moving towards this video idea. Uh, for quite a while, we've seen this pivot to video by publishers as well. Uh, but what we're talking about here is that this younger generation is very involved in a text forward type thing. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, no, happy to. It's funny. I'm often when I'm speaking at, at conferences or, or, or to partners, a myth that I often have to kind of debunk is this, this younger generation, this Gen Z still reads, Yeah. right? Um, people are often kind of blown away and not that they do that, they'll spend, you know, the average kind of session time on Wattpad is 37 minutes. Right. So this concept of following a story that you're in love with and you know, literally falling into it and being obsessed with it still exists, right? Yeah. I don't think that'll ever go away. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, what what's different what the different piece here for the Gen Z audience is that I don't think all of them necessarily associate like what they're doing on Wattpad with like reading in the conventional sense okay. because it is a social platform. So for folks that are listening, if you download the app, you'll go in, you'll see that people are like, commenting on the paragraph level. There is obviously a, a, a messaging system where you can interact with the right with the um, writer of the story or your peers. And so your time spent on the platform isn't just reading like an ebook. It's right. it's a full social experience, which that really is the kind of special sauce there. Yeah. Right? Both from the reader and writer perspective. So yeah. this is just another form of entertainment. Yeah. Right. Oh, like an often a follow-on question then is like, who are you competing with as right. a Wattpad? And I mean, for us, it's all forms of entertainment, right? Our belief is that we're in an attention-based economy. And so, you know, it's similar to some of the news that came out recently where Netflix kind of said, like, one of the biggest competitors for them is Twitch, Mm -hmm. right? Or Fortnite, sorry, Fortnite as a game itself, not Twitch, right? Which is exactly that, right? You know, if you're reading something actively, you're dominating that person's kind of attention span. It's not like you can have a second screen going. Yeah, competition for time. That's exactly it. Yeah, interesting. And so you have this defined audience, which is a, a highly desirable audience because it's a very difficult one to reach, being Gen Z, also being with a strong female skew. Uh, you have this global reach. You have all the pieces which are really attractive to advertisers that come on. Um, so let's talk a little bit about one of the programs that, that you did. So uh, we're going to talk about Pen Your Pride, uh, which was in partnership with Ben & Jerry's. Uh, I'd love to hear not only about the campaign, but what it was, how the idea came about, how Ben and Jerry's got involved. If you can walk us through this process. Yeah, it's 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 a campaign that's near and dear to my heart. We're like extremely, extremely proud of at, at Wattpad HQ. And so, you know, we had been talking to Unilever for a while. This was through Ben and Jerry's Canada, part of Unilever Canada. And we'd done some work with Unilever in Philippines actually previously, but had yet to figure out the right place to work with them. And, um, from a Canadian standpoint. And once we kind of went in there and we met with the team again and, and, and walked through our platform in a bit more detail, what really resonated was how these cause-based communities and hubs on Wattpad had really started taking off, right? Really last year, this aspect of kind of positivity and social impact had always been core to Wattpad, but we really saw this kind of turning point where um, there was kind of Self-created communities around body positivity, LGBT had been active for a number of years. You know, female empowerment, the list kind of goes on. Uh, and that that's what kind of really hit a chord. And so when we were talking to them, we are like, we have one of the six safest places online for LGBT youth, as kind of voted on by the Daily Dot. And we have had, you know, over 700 million minutes 
of our like our community spent over 700 million minutes reading LGBT based content in the last 30 days, the whole meeting just went in that direction. Yeah. Right? Because Ben and Jerry's, for any of the listeners that don't know, has been a longtime supporter of the LGBT plus community. Mm. Ben and Jerry's Canada has been a longtime supporter of Pride Toronto. Mm. And so there's a very natural kind of kickoff point here. One of the goals of the campaign for them was, of course, to increase kind of brand rating, brand sentiment, yeah. but two was to increase the kind of association that they support this community. Right. And 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 they are obviously doing this physical activation around Pride Toronto, you know, for a number of years, but how do we extend that into the digital space? And so that's where the idea really came from. And the idea being is let's create the first ever Wattpad write-a-thon. Right. And so, you know, for a lot of our other campaigns, we do a lot of branded writing contests, which I kind of mentioned earlier. Right. This was a different spin on it and a slightly different product where we essentially asked our entire community, create a story around, um, you know, your experiences of being a part of the LGBT community or being an LGBT plus kind of ally. Yeah. Right. Really kind of broad based story. Um, just create a story around around this space. And. By doing so, Wattpad and Ben and & Jerry's will donate a dollar to ILGA, which is an international LGBT plus kind of advocacy group. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the results were amazing. Um, and I'm kind of run, running with it here, but no, that's great. I, I, I get fairly excited about this one. And um, we had set the lofty goal of like 10,000 original stories in a month. We had never done something like at that level around a branded campaign before. And... The results ended up being over 17,500 original stories. Mm-hmm. And the comments we were seeing were amazing because people were actually invited, like, they were like, I wouldn't have put the story into the world unless, like, you guys had done this. Yeah. Uh, and I'm so happy to see you guys supporting this community, which was, uh, which was pretty amazing. Yeah, and I can imagine that from an advertiser standpoint, Ben and Jerry is being involved in a way that makes sense for the Wattpad community. Maybe doing a bunch of banner ads probably wouldn't have made as much sense. Precisely. Uh, and let's talk about the diversity of both audience and content. So what's interesting to me about this uh, Pen Your Pride program is that a brand came in and said, hey, here's, here's an area that we want to talk more about and have more uh, content around. And by funding this program, they essentially were able to build out this type of content on Wattpad. So, so both Ben and Jerry's benefited, Wattpad benefits and the user base benefits. Uh, can you speak to, uh, diversity on the, on the platform and, and how, how important that is to Wattpad as a, as a business? Yeah, it is, it is immensely important. It, it, it's ingrained in our, in our DNA. Uh, we've always wanted to be a place for kind of inclusive voices mm-hmm. and you can even see it at a corporate level, right? Like just through our approach to a hiring and the way we kind of conduct ourselves internally. Like if you go to our website, one of our core values is, is inclusivity, mm-hmm. right? It is, it is central to everything we do. We, we believe everyone, you know, has a voice and um, should have a platform in which they can, you know, share that voice mm-hmm. and, and be who they are. And, um, you know, with that, of course, comes like, um, you know, a real kind of honest relationship between us and our users, right? Like we have it, it, having this really uh, open and honest platform didn't happen over time. It happened over many, many years where we were accepting of this content and, and, and fostering relationships with, you know, the LGBT plus community or, you know, whomever else. Um, and then I think that's gotten to a point now where, where our community really understands and, and, and 
like knows that Wattpad's listening and cares, yeah. right? And then and, and then with that comes a real acceptance and and uh, excitement to kind of share their stories that maybe they wouldn't on, on other platforms, mm-hmm. which is like a really amazing thing to see. Right. Um, you know, almost from the Ben and Jerry's platform, I, I have a quote here or from the Ben and Jerry's um, campaign, which I think is just like representative of it, which is like, you know, I'm pansexual and I just got to say what, what you guys are doing for your community is incredible. Um, you know, thank you so much for spreading this message around, right? Like that's just one of many examples of folks in this community like feeling empowered to kind of share who they are. Yeah. Right? And, and, and it's, it's, it's amazing. And I think in this, in this age of, Brands wanting to stand for something. Uh, I imagine this a quote like that coming back to Ben and Jerry's marketing team is that they can see that their marketing dollars are having an impact on actual people beyond selling more ice cream. Yeah, there's this inclusiveness that happens, which also leads to this question of free speech. And to a lot of the platforms out there, like Facebook, YouTube. Are, are facing some challenges for brand safety mm-hmm. right now. Uh, the idea that, that a platform allows anyone to create whatever content they want can be very positive, but it also can uh, create negative outcomes as well, where, where someone that maybe isn't as morally motivated in a positive way wants to put out their own message out there, which may conflict with uh, how Wattpad feels about it. So. Is there a method of, or have you found any success in the ability to curate or, or guide the voices on the platform? Yeah, I'm, brand safety is, of course, extremely important for us and comes up in, in, in all of our conversations. I mean, we're lucky that we we start from such a positive place already. Like, that just uh, gives us a good kind of jumping off point. Uh, I mean, our brand, our kind of content guidelines are much tighter than what you would see on a number of the other social networks that you that you mentioned. So, you know, we have a combination of technology and humans that are looking at that yeah. and, and, you know, removing kind of content that doesn't fit those those guidelines. Um, and most importantly, I think what always amazes me about Wattpad too is like that's happening, but there's the self-policing nature of things like that, like just allows for a clean community as well, yeah. right? And so, you know, you'll see if someone is, you know, maybe putting in a negative comment or, 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 or something of that nature, like people are kind of um, reporting that fairly quickly. Yeah. Um, so it's a combination of, of, you know, tools and processes that allow you to have this kind of, uh, you know, brand safe and positive kind of place. Yeah, which is really interesting. And as you scale, must continue to be a challenge. They always, you know, people talk about how the YouTube comments is the worst place in the world, right? Um, because commenters will often be uh, distracting from what the, the primary content was created in the first place. And and speaking about your role within the company, so your your job is to align brands and bring them in and, and introduce them to the Wattpad community. What what have you seen as uh, other campaigns that that have worked really well, uh, or even a template that maybe you can use moving forward? Yeah. So one that I always like to point out um, is campaign that we did. Uh, a little over a year ago with Lionsgate. And so Lionsgate worked with us on their movie Wonder. Now, if folks are familiar, but this was with kind of Owen Wilson and Julie Roberts. Um, it's based on, a, it's based on a, a book as well. Uh, you know, a young kid um, has a facial kind of disfigurement and has been homeschooled his whole life, decides to go to public school, you know, slightly bullied for a while, but 
know, um, ends up really changing people's perspective, perspectives and, um, and it makes everyone's kind of life, you know, for the better. And so the, the, the hashtag for the movie was choose kindness, right? The whole campaign was around kindness. And so we ended up doing a really fun campaign with Lionsgate. Um, again, right. When we hear the word kindness, we're like, there's a place for Wattpad to play here for sure. Um, and, uh, we essentially invited our community to create stories around kindness. When, when does kindness prevail? And we kind of opened up the floodgates. Um, we ended up having over you know 1,200 original stories created in a, in a smaller window in a, in a couple of weeks. Um, but what was really unique about this campaign was Lionsgate really wanted to take that content a step further. And so we essentially adapted the studio's model that I described earlier to our brand partnerships business, where we took a very data-centric view and said, out of these 1,200 stories, which three were the most engaging, had the highest time spent, had the highest completion rates, um, now let's turn those into short films. Mm. And so we took what was first written content and then applied a data lens, turned them into short films, and then distributed those through both our channels and um, uh, Lionsgate's channels, which you know was amazing. And when I talked to the folks at both the agency and Lionsgate after the campaign, I mean, they really love the fact that this model helps take the guesswork out of like what could be a super engaging piece of like branded content. Um, and that's the power of like UGC, the power of community, right? You have this funnel and I mean, what everyone's creating might not hit the mark, but then there's these three pieces of content really both from a creative lens and from like a attraction lens. And so like, you know, one of the stories, like, you, you can't dream this stuff up. It was, like, the point of view of a dog that, like, you know, didn't have that great of an owner and then gets adopted by, like, you know, this great little young girl and, and it's all told from the dog's perspective. It's, like, you know, I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't create a story like that. Like, you know, it's, it, it, it's pretty amazing. It sounds a lot like Wattpad has this potential to be not only a, a testing ground for stories, but then being able to... Uh, turn them in through the studio into these larger properties. In that case, how does the IP work? So when something is created on Wattpad and then a deal is brokered to take that, that further, does Wattpad exist almost like a, a publisher, book publisher would? Yeah, it, it, it depends. I mean, every deal is different, mm -hmm. right? The When you come on Wattpad today and you create a piece of content, you create a story, you own the rights full on, yeah. right? Um, you know, our team on the studio side is constantly looking at the data and, and seeing content that we think is resonating. Um, and within this US team, we have a group of talent managers mm -hmm. that, you know, interact with our, with our writers on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. And so then once we identify writers that are really taking off, they get introduced into our Wattpad Stars program. So that's that kind of overall model. The brand model is, is slightly different, mm -hmm. right? Um, uh, you know, of course, we always want the, the, the writers to retain some level of ownership, um, but every brand deal is different. Yeah. And, and based on what the requirements are for the brand, I mean, we'll be, we'll be flexible. Yeah, yeah. And uh, let's talk about what the, what's the future of Wattpad. So you guys have been around for 12, 13 years, um, funded, now starting to look into monetization. What is the, the vision for the company? Where will it end up one day? Yeah. I mean, I wish I knew. <laughs> That's an Alan question. Um, but, you know, for, for us, it's, it's, it's you know, I, I always kind of 
connect to a couple of things that like are happening across the organization. I mean, there's the continued evolution of the studio's model, which is very exciting. And, you know, they eventually want to be in a position where they're entertaining, you know, a billion people, right? Like that's the kind of the big hairy audacious goal on that side, right? Across the other side of our business, you know, we're rolling out kind of more product features, um, such as kind of Wattpad kind of next, uh, which was, is all about supporting our writers. So we're starting to test paid content. And where I'm saying is like the, the evolution of the model is, is in allowing more of our writers to kind of monetize on the platform um, and supporting them um, and allowing our writers to make money is, is, in, you know, is a focus for us as well. But yeah, I mean, at this point, it's, it's, it's about being the place, you know, online where people want to deliver their, you know, their narrative content. Yeah. Um, and everyone's thinking about that when they think of, well, think of Wattpad. Super impressive company. Uh, proud to, to hear that you guys are another Canadian company. Uh, <laughs> the, more, together. the more Canadian startups that are out there trying to take on the world, probably the better. Absolutely. Uh, so appreciate your time. I have one final question, and this is very relevant. So we always ask our guests to name their favorite book. Uh, so I feel like this is a very appropriate question for for someone that works at a platform that is focused on stories. Uh, so do you have a favorite book of all time and why? Ooh, of all time. Um, on the fiction side, probably on the road, Jack Kerouac, um, that beatnik kind of generation. It's just, I just got back from a personal trip. Um, and so like whenever I'm traveling, it's kind of that like getaway free spirited book that just kind of, um, it's always resonated with me. Um, of course, I could give you the laundry list of like business books that are that are, yeah. that are, that are important to me. Um, there's the, the the names escape me, but the one by Tony Shea and Zappos. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I believe I forget the name, but the uh, pursuit of you know, passion, profits, and something else. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a great one that I that I, that I always kind of revert back to. But um, yeah, there's a few that kind of come to mind. That's great. Well, thank you so much awesome. for having me. Thanks for having me. That's great. Perfect. Thanks a lot. The Science of Storytelling is a podcast by Pressboard. It's hosted by Jared Grimm with design by Phil Chung and production by me, Leah Bjornsson. If you like the show, please subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or sign up for our monthly newsletter. It's packed with great examples of storytelling from brands and publishers, like the time a site flew brides-to-be to Iceland for a photo shoot on the tip of a glacier, or a collaboration that saw a cartoonist draw her way up the Pacific coast on a six-month adventure. Visit PressBoardMedia.com to learn more.